Hi and welcome to the next in our series of my podcast on industrial automation and manufacturing here in the UK and Ireland. I'm delighted to say I'm joined today by Sue Lovelock, who is from the Department for Education. And her role is a Director of Professional and Tech Education. And today we're going to be talking about early careers and maybe giving some insights into how young people may find themselves or explore what a career could look like in uh, in technology or manufacturing or certainly in that that technical education piece so so first of all welcome to the show thanks very much for having me great thank you and let's get stuck into this straight away then so Sue, what, what would you say would be the current state of the market when considering how do we attract young people uh, into technology-based companies? Yeah, it's a really interesting question because I think we've got lots of young people that are really um, interested and energised by the idea of working in technology, but finding it quite hard to navigate their way through what is quite a complex and quite crowded marketplace. So we know that there are you know, around 1.3 million job vacancies and we know lots of young people are looking for their routes into their chosen career. Um, but it can be really hard to navigate through all of the noise um, for young people from their peers, from their teachers, um, what they're reading on social media, and to really work out um, how they can get to where they want to go. I think for a lot of young people, those first steps in their early career journey can be quite daunting. You know, it's quite a big step up. It's a real rite of passage, isn't it? Having your first job and making your first steps into the into the jobs market. And so tried and tested routes and things that are familiar can be really comforting I think for young people at that stage and so what um, I like to think about doing is how do we support young people to really successfully make that journey and make that leap into the workplace. And and when we look about uh, and talking about attractiveness there just building on from that topic what role do government what role do the you know the world that I'm in what role can we play as individuals and then I guess more importantly how would you see those two roles baking together in terms of attracting young people into our world? Sure. So I think government has a really important role in setting the framework around um, education choices, making sure that young people all all can access great um, qualifications that can take them to the places they want to go. Um, And then I think employers have a really important role in inspiring young people and getting them excited about the opportunities that exist. Um, Sometimes just to bring to life for them what the range of roles are in a different industry, what an entry level or graduate level job can look like in those industries and how they can access it. And there are lots of great opportunities, I think, for business to build those links with young people through from kind of relatively early days of their education journey right through to through to university um, and offering them employment as an apprenticeship as well and some of that can be quite light touch so whether that's you know offering a bit of careers advice or doing a bit of an insight into your business in as a kind of one-off thing with a school or a college through to offering them a more substantive experience in your business that really gets them excited about the work that they could be doing. Uh, That's great because actually one of my questions a bit further down the line was um, who could influence a young person when they're making these and let's be right they're quite important decisions albeit Mm. albeit very early Um, is there anybody you feel that you've kind of missed in that whole ecosystem you just mentioned there in in terms of people that could influence a young person and who who might a young person go to for guidance and maybe some some career steerage 
Yeah, so the, the research that we've got is really interesting um, in this regard. And so much of the advice that young people get is from their parents and their um, sort of family friends, the sort of influences that, that they have around their very immediate kind of family context um, and their peers. So older siblings, friends of friends who have taken a, the first step or two um, in their journey, um, really influential for young people. Um, teachers have a really important role to play and are often the day-to-day contact that young people will be um, having these conversations with and I think that's both a huge strength um, but also a bit of a challenge when we're trying to open up different options for young people I think lots of schools career advice probably still focuses a bit more heavily on traditional academic pathways like A-levels and going on to university when actually there's a huge range of other opportunities that young people can take up whether it's a a traineeship um, an apprenticeship or we are um, introducing brand new T-levels for young people that want to take a more technical route into the workplace and so making sure that we've got great careers advice and careers leaders that can give young people that full range of opportunities so they're thinking um, more broadly about the opportunities that they could take. Uh, That's great I'd like to explore more on T-levels in particular because I know you and I have had a conversation in the past so maybe if we can go into that in a bit more detail in a couple of seconds but just to close off really on the for the early careers or those people making those decisions what are you seeing as the key factors of those decisions that young people are making when they're making those early career choices? What What is the kind of, because you mentioned framework just a few moments ago, what, what kind of framework would you ask a young person to think within to help them make, I guess, their first decision? It doesn't have to be their best one, but their first. Yeah, so I think um, I think for young people, some of the feedback we have really strongly is about really wanting to keep their options open as they go through their early um, career choices and making those decisions about which which um, educational pathways they want to go down. So we know both at kind of 16 and at 18, young people are, are still feeling like it's quite daunting to make a decision about which route that they want to go down. Um, you do get some really passionate about a particular area. You know, they know they want to go into digital. They know they want to go into childcare and it's you know it's been the thing that they know have known since they were seven or eight or something but actually for the majority um they don't know they feel quite daunted by the prospect of actually nailing something down and making a decision so pathways that give them um, a range of progression opportunities on and the ability to see how um different options can link on to the next thing um but how they you know the kind of breadth of opportunities that young people can explore is really important and i think there's a really strong sense that for those technical pathways it's that bringing it to life with employers that really makes the difference for young people so um, and really starts to kind of um, switch them on to the more um, you know the next level of detail down really what kind of career do you want to do in digital what kind of engineering really excites you and that's the sort of thing that I think you know um, schools and colleges can do an amazing job in kind of raising people's um, aspirations and showing them the options that are available but it's that contact with employers that really brings it to life. Uh, Sue, some very interesting points there, but I wonder if you could help us try and help young people to understand where should they be going to find the kind of information that, that, that they'd be looking for to help them make an informed decision? Sure. So one thing I would definitely encourage them to do is look at our campaign called Get the Jump, which is completely targeted at young people um, between 16 and 19 to inform them about all of the different um, opportunities that are available um, to help them get into a great career. So Google, get the jump, um, and it will take you through to more information on T-levels, but also higher technical qualifications, traineeships and apprenticeships. Great. And I think something you mentioned earlier, you used the word inspire. And I think both myself and my colleagues and peers 
within our own organization are looking to do this part which is i think mm. um, building the bridge if you like between the academia stage and also giving young people a kind of view of what the future could look like actually because yeah. the first step is not necessarily the i, I guess the, the channel for your career it should al almost be the the funnel opening up ready for you for next step and next step and next step so that's uh, really interesting how we could help each other broaden the um or broaden the gap there let's come back to if i may pathways Mm. So you, you mentioned the kind of T levels there. I wonder if you could help our listeners just understand a little bit more about that, because it's a new thing. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a good discussion this morning uh, with some of your colleagues on this. So um, thank you for that introduction. <laughs> but what does it mean? What, what, what could a, a young person expect from a, a T level experience and what would it give them ultimately at the end? Yeah, sure. So T levels are new. Um, so if any of your listeners haven't heard of them um, already, they are a brand new addition to the education system. Um, they are designed to be the technical equivalent to A levels. So prestigious qualifications that young people take at 16 to 19. Each T level is the same size as a three A level programme, and they're designed to give young people the skills that they need to move successfully into the workplace in their chosen area. We're rolling out 23 different subjects, including um, T-levels in digital, engineering, manufacturing and business administration, legal finance accounting, the list goes on. Um, and as well as giving young people the skills that they need to move into the workplace, they're also designed to dock into other pathways that young people can continue to take if they want to continue to study either through an apprenticeship, through further education at level four and five in our education system, or to go on to degree level study. And we know that lots of young people want to have that option as well. The unique thing about T-levels is that each of them involves a mandatory 45-day work placement with an employer and that's a really important part of this link between um, young people, their aspirations and business um, and really making sure that as well as what they study in college that young people can experience the workplace to really hone and refine their skills and gain that experience that they need to move um, successfully on with their career journeys. And so we're talking to lots of employers um, like yourself, Mark, and others um, about the opportunity that that experience offers for business to build their pipeline of young people that are um, keen to get into the workplace and bringing the skills that they've learned in college to those early career opportunities with different companies. Great. So if I understood you right there, the, the T-level piece is um, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a bridge between apprenticeships, A-levels, and um, it kind of fills the void in the middle there. Um, but what it actually does give a young person is, is not a restricted view on the future. So you, I think if I understood you right there, you could take a left pathway, which could be onto further education, more academia, and the right way could be perhaps into a high-level apprenticeship too. So quite flexible in terms of the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thank you. And... Um, how, how might a young person engage in T-level? So, Claire, I want, you know, part of the podcast and the reason for doing the podcast is to give people some uh, how-do-I's. Mm -hmm. um, how, how could they? How, how, how would that happen for a young person? Um, so for a young person, um, we've got nearly 200 T-level providers um, from September this year offering 16 T-levels. So our first sort of 16 that are out the gate. We've got a, a website that will show you exactly where your local colleges that's offering T-levels and I would suggest that any young person that's interested if you um, get onto the website and google T-levels and um, you can find your local provider and then I think the best thing to do go and have a conversation with them look at the facilities that they've got 
spots where you will be learning, um, talk to the tutors, they'll really be able to bring it to life. And most colleges um, and sixth form colleges will be having open days and things over this period to support you in making those choices. There's lots of information online and you can also watch, um, we've got lots of little um, videos and Snapchat videos and things of young people that are currently doing T-levels. So if you want to kind of hear from some of the people that are actually doing it at the moment, then I think they're great ambassadors for the programme, um, sharing what they've learned and the experiences that they've had on their industry placement as well. Fantastic. Well, you, you've you've killed two of my next questions. So oh, you've sorry. answered two, two birds, one stone. No, amazing. No, amazing. Great. And and when you because because it's um sometimes it's finding the information, isn't it? That's mm. the hardest thing. So I think what you've done there is given people a clear view of where to start and how to start. One of the benefits that we see as potential employers in the future is that um, we also get to work with these particular individuals or they get to work with us so we can see if we think that person is right for our organization and and, and flip side is does the young individual think that for example Schneider Electric is the right company to invest the early part of their career in have you got any kind of anecdotal kind of feedback from those that are just about to go through the final part of the scheme as as to how they've how they found the placements in particular. Yeah, sure. So from the per point of view of the young people, we've done um, lots of surveys and things to find out how they're getting on. Um, and the feedback on their experience of being on industry placement is extremely positive. The students have really enjoyed the ability to get out into the workplace, um, have found it incredibly beneficial for developing their skills and really helping them to decide what it is they want to do next. Um, we've got some great examples of young people that have, it's really made the difference to to helping them kind of really crystallize what it is they want to do next you know exactly what they want to specialize in at their next level of training exactly sort of the sort of apprenticeship that they want to be moving on to from employers we're seeing um i think you know kind of really tangible results with lots of young people going from their t-level placement onto their level four or five apprenticeship programs and so a really fantastic result for the young person and for the employer that they've got someone that they know is going to fit into the company environment um, that they've already had a decent chunk of time with the employer and get to, got to know them and so you've got a really successful really solid recruitment onto your apprenticeship pipeline also seeing employers recruiting in um, beyond apprenticeships as well so onto their you know entry level roles and um, particularly in some sectors where they've got you know really good solid roles at level three and those young people are really well prepared to go in and make a successful start in their careers at that point and then lots of relationships I think that are being built for the future as well so quite a lot of conversations about you know staying in touch when you come um, out of university really kind of building through that pipeline those young people that know that they want to go and study at university um, but actually might want to come back to their um, employer for an internship or perhaps at the end of their um, degree level study once they once they've completed that great and and thinking looking back and looking at ourselves as those folks who can offer these placements what, what would your ask be of of us as, as organizations what what do you what would you need from us to help and support the program so my ask would be um so get in touch we have um, an account management service that can help put um, any business that wants to offer industry placements in touch with their local college and i would encourage any business that's thinking about you know how do we build our talent pipeline how what are we going to do about building skills for the future you know dip your toe in the water with offering industry placements you know give one or two young people the opportunity to come in and spend 45 days in your workplace um, it's enough time that they can you know 
do more than just the kind of traditional um, two weeks of work experience where it's a little bit of hanging around well certainly that was my experience um, actually um, with 45 days they can get to know your company they can make themselves useful start working on projects and the model can be designed to fit around what works best for you so whether it's a day release which works really well in some sectors um, or a block placement so they can work on projects then um, providers will be really flexible to think about what's going to work best for you so do get in touch um, and dip your toe in the water uh, because I think once you've once you've seen this the you know the great students that are coming through I think you'll be encouraged to do more great and and so just just to avoid any doubt here this um, if if we were a company in the ecosystem mm. it's not restricted to big global organizations this can be um, smaller organizations as well right absolutely yeah so we want to work with companies of every size um, and actually we know that um, smaller companies can offer brilliant placements and experience to young people so we really want to maximize those opportunities um, and particularly I think you know where where a smaller company is really closely linked to their local community and their local college it's a great opportunity to build links between um, between the employer and their local FE college and to really kind of support that relationship to grow great great and and just kind of trying to close us out a little bit here is maybe I'm putting you on the spot here I think I am if you were a career advisor notwithstanding the point that being a career advisor is one of the most challenging jobs I think <laughs> to have that broad experience to give to a young person what would be, what would be the the wider guidance that you'd give the particular individuals if you were that person so taking off my t-level hacks I definitely advise them all to look into that first um but I think more broadly um I think it's really important for young people to to just start to think about this and you know you don't there's a lot of resources out there the National Career Service has got um lots of information lots of videos um to help young people engage and I think it's just about to start that journey start finding out a little bit more look at some of the videos maybe hear some of the testimonies from you know our young apprenticeship um, ambassadors or our t-level ambassadors and the experience that they've had um and start the conversation going really um the world of work is quite complex there's a huge amount of opportunity but also just a lot that none of us know about and so just having those conversations and starting that um asking those questions I think is a really good place to start and I think my kind of personal take on it also is to kind of follow what you enjoy like we all I think have a bit of a sense of the things that we're really passionate about the things um things that we enjoy and I think it's good careers advice generally to kind of you know follow a bit the path that you know you're going to want to walk on rather than um sort of going against the grain I suppose with something you think you should want to be doing do you know what I mean <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely I mean um yeah you need to be having fun while you're doing whatever you're doing hey so I think that's the yeah. message I'm picking up from you here <laughs> um so I think we've had a great discussion here I'm just going to kind of summarize a little bit is that I think we've spoken about you know what you know how young people can get better educated generally speaking on what that period between 16 to 19 could look like now through t levels so really interested to hear more about that in the future too so yeah i'm partnering with you guys on how can schneider electric help in that space some great guidance there on um what a young person could do in terms of better informing themselves getting ready for first step into into work life and actually the bit the bit that i picked out of this as a as an employer here is let's make it insightful let's make it inspiring and let's make it really fruitful for the particular individual to gain maximum from that placement as you say it's 45 days over two years which could be you know could be spread over one day placements or or, or greater than that so 
I've really enjoyed having a discussion with you, Sue, just on what the government is doing, done, uh, always work to be done, of course. The bit that I'm really keen to explore now in the future is how do we, in um, in our world, better connect with you guys to build a, a I guess, a, a greater PR story. So I'm looking forward to doing that uh, with you and the team. But I've really enjoyed having this conversation with you. And thank you for sharing your insights and thoughts with us on uh, on a very important topic. Thanks very much, Mark. I've really enjoyed it too. Well, thanks to Sue there to giving us some insight into how early careers can start their journey uh, into a pathway in the future. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe and we look forward to welcoming you onto the next show. Mm-hmm.